This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Episode 77, here we go. Today, I'm bringing you an all ICBA kind of show back from March in 2014. First guest, the president of the ICBA at that time, Lynn Shriver. Second guest today, one of my favorites, Clarence Joseph, outstanding ICBA cook. This is the show that pulled the curtain back a little bit for me and let me know a little bit more about the incredible organization, which is the International Barbecue Cookers Association. Here we go. Here's Greg and Lynn from March the 30th, 2014. You know, I said at the beginning of this year that when we got into the competition side of things in 2014, it wasn't just going to be KCBS. And I especially wanted to get more involved with the IBCA. Tonight, we kick it off in fine fashion. And what leads to an all-IBCA first hour, let's go ahead and race over the hotline. Welcome current president of the IBCA, Lynn Shivers, joining me here on the show. Lynn, how are you? I'm doing fine, Greg, and how are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Lynn. Appreciate you uh, making time for the show tonight. And, uh, you know, I guess a couple different places that we could start here. But uh, first, I guess for the people that don't know Lynn and kind of how you got involved with uh, a, I guess, competition in general, but then how that uh, progressed into the IBCA stuff. Well, actually, uh, my husband's hobby is the way I got started, and um, been involved ever since he got started in '85. So we, this is your husband's fault, basically, is what we can say. Yes. <laughs> so uh, when you get involved in, in just the cooking part of it, how does that, I guess, translate into uh, deciding to get involved with an actual sanctioning organization and uh, kind of building in from there? Well, he was one of nine cooks that started the IBCA, and we needed someone to be involved in administering the judging I volunteered, and the rest is history. All right, so when we look at the uh, the IBCA, I guess for the folks that you know aren't familiar with all the sanctioning bodies that are out there, and then certainly there's a number of them, uh, does uh, IBCA tend to live in, in a particular region of the country? Um, do you guys uh, spread the wings and, and kind of get all over the place? What's the, I guess, where's the sweet spot, and uh, you know, where does the, the growth look to go? We basically are based in Texas, but we have events from Mississippi to Hawaii. We actually have the only sanctioned event in Hawaii at this time. These contests and, well, let's, let me back out just for a second. As far as, you know, if I was going to go and, and cook in an IBCA, if you could kind of break down what's expected of, uh, of the cooks, what meats I'm going to cook, and how the judging takes place. Okay. We do basically one-half chicken, pork spare rib, and brisket. We do not allow baby backs. Um, Brisket, we tell them exactly uh, how many slices to put in the container. It can be between a quarter and three-eighths inch thick. 
we do seven pork spare ribs unless we get into a larger event and over 50 and we turn in two half chickens, nine ribs and nine slices of brisket. The judging is done by the general public. Um, we ask them to look at the box, smell of it, look at it, taste of it, give it a score from 1 to 10, 10 being the very best. And they are judged on aroma, color, texture, taste, and overall. Is there a, you know, some of these uh, sanctioning bodies have, like, classes or certifications. Is, when you say it's done by the, the general public, can you show up to an event, uh, ask if there's a judge slot open, and, and get a chair and get into that judge's tent? Yes, you can. How do you... We do not certify our judges. Basically, what you like in barbecue and what I like in barbecue would be totally different. How do you... Um... I'm actually a big fan of your style of judging. I think if you're going to sit down, and I'm sure the, the KCBS and the FBA people are falling over and, and cursing my name right now. Um, but t- so here, you know, my opinion is this. Like you just said, if I sit down and I take a taste of a rib and you take a taste of a rib, our flavor profiles or things that we enjoy on our palates are going to be pretty different. Uh, um, it's safe to assume. So why bother trying to tell somebody what should taste good or, or how it should taste to be scored a certain way when I know what tastes good to me and you know what tastes good to you. And if you put all these people together in a judge's tent, chances are a lot of people are going to cancel each other out. And uh, like always, cream will rise to the top. Exactly. Judging is very subjective. And that's the reason we like Joe Public. They are not allowed to touch the meat, they use a plastic knife and fork to judge, even the ribs. They are allowed one quarter of a rib, but they will judge approximately 15 containers. Do you have a uh, – oh, let me ask this question because I found it interesting. I know, uh, you know, in, in some of the other sanctioning bodies, I guess it's up uh, for choice. You can do spares. You can do baby back ribs. Uh, but it's just spares here in IBCA. Uh, why has that been – why has there been a delineation between doing just spares versus having the choice between the two? Basically, there's not enough meat on a baby back to make it through the judging. Because at a large event, you could have as many as 17 to 25 judges judge out of one container. Oh, really? They are, we do not go back and ask for additional meat. We are totally blind. Uh, some people think we are a little antique, but we use theater tickets on our containers. The cook will find one copy of it, and the other one, it remains on the container. Until we go to the awards and remove that ticket, no one has a, uh, knows whose container it is. 
Do you think doing it that way uh, kind of leads to the drama during awards? Seems like it would be a little bit more exciting that way. Well, it definitely does because you you're watching to see who's going to be coming out of the crowd when you call that ticket off. Right. And if it's their ticket number, usually they get excited. Lynn Shivers joining me here on the show. Uh, IBCABBQ.org is the website. Do you, do you have an idea of the percentage of people that are members of the IBCA and percentage of people that are actually uh, doing a, a cook during the course of a year? Uh, usually our membership runs around 90% cookers. Wow. Um, we don't have the membership like KCBS does of the certified judges. 90% of our membership, like I say, are cooks. At a lot of the events, um, you would have anywhere from 50 to 60% IBCA members when it's an IBCA-sanctioned event. Again, IBCABBQ.org uh, is the website if you want to check it out. Uh, Lynn, I mean, you've been around it since 1985, as you said, when you started in with your husband, and uh, obviously now you're uh, president of a very large sanctioning body. As you look back over the years, you know, there are two or three things that have really surprised you or really taken you aback as, wow, I didn't really see this turn in the road as competition barbecue going this way, or I never thought we would see so much injecting or using this kind of a spice or that kind of a spice. What has really stood out to you as changes of, of evolution of barbecue over the years? I guess the growth, because 25 years ago when IBCA started, if you would have told us that we would have had a 1,000 members today and do over 200 events, I would have told them, everybody, they were crazy. <laughs> um, the people involved, the television coverage has definitely perked everybody's attention to barbecue. And uh, it's been a fun ride. I've actually been able to judge events from uh, Virginia to California. And the people that I've met and just everything about them has been a great experience. To put in your request for a future show, please contact John Solberg via email at john, J-O-N, at the bbqcentralshow.com. Hey, before we jump into today's second segment with Clarence Joseph, let me ask you, are you following the Barbecue Central show on social media? It only takes a minute. It's much appreciated. It's very easy to do. Find them on your social media platform, whatever that may be. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's pretty easy to find. And again, very much appreciated. With that said, let's jump right into this second segment today. Here's Greg and Clarence Joseph from March 30th, 2014. Hotline and welcome in Clarence Joseph to the show. Clarence, how are you? How are you doing, Greg? Doing absolutely fabulous, Clarence. And you? Uh, life is great. Life is great. Can't oh. complain. As uh, the great Tony Rizzo locally here in Cleveland says, it's good to be alive because, quite honestly, what's the alternative? 
Absolutely. I can't argue with that. That's right. Uh, Clarence Joseph is the pitmaster of Mama and Papa Joe's barbecue team. So let me start right there before I uh, ask about the background and all that stuff. I'm uh, endlessly fascinated by how teams come up with names. And uh, yours certainly uh, gets my attention. How do you come up with Mom and Papa Joe's barbecue team? Uh, there are uh, several uh, parts to that name. Uh, first of all, uh, my dad... Uh, my dad, my dad was sort of the uh, the neighborhood Don, and uh, a lot of people came to him uh, uh, over the years, uh, you know, asking for help. Uh, and he was uh, commonly referred to as Papa Joe's. Uh, when I decided to start uh, barbecuing, uh, a buddy and I, Paul Carnell, uh, we started a team together, and I am uh, still a great fan of uh, of uh, the the group, uh, the Mamas and the Papas. Uh, so we sort of uh, made that our name. Uh, and when we decided to cook uh, individually, uh, just the wife and I, uh, I sort of put those two pieces together. And uh, uh, there you have uh, Mom and Papa Joe's. Uh, currently, it's just the wife and I cooking together. At what point did you decide that you would try your hand at competition barbecue? Typically, there's like a, a precipitating event or you have a buddy that got into it and you kind of just got dragged along by the nape of your neck. I mean, how do you get into it? Uh, uh, and uh, again, it's, it's the same buddy, Paul Carnell. You know, uh, we're military buddies. We started uh, we started cooking together and uh, we used to live very close to each other. We'd spend uh, weekends at each other's houses. uh uh, barbecuing back and forth, and we always had the, the the kidding going on as to whose barbecue was better. And uh, a couple of years ago, when the the Pitmasters uh, TV show really started spreading across the nation, uh, for us it just seemed like the 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 natural step uh, to take it uh, forward and, and throw our hats in the ring. And uh, uh, we launched uh, in 2010, and uh, this is where we are currently. How many events are you guys looking to take part in during the course of a year? Uh, last year we did 28. Uh, this year I'm looking to at least reach that number again, uh, if not surpass it. I'd like to surpass uh, 28. CJ joining me here on the show, Clarence Joseph, Mama and Papa Joe's barbecue team. Uh, CJ, you got a website for people to check out? Uh, it's it's a Facebook uh, website, Mama and Papa Joe's. Uh, I don't have a uh, a personal uh, uh, team page, so to speak, but uh, we we do our thing on Facebook, uh, like many of the other cooks Ooh, do. Every I think many of everybody does a lot of things on Facebook. Probably some oh. people uh, should, are regretting things they do on Facebook from time to time. <laughs> uh, all right, so let me pick your brain just a little bit about um, you know. Uh, Unfortunately, I think this show sometimes gets unfairly pigeonholed, and probably has something to do with me of being a a KCBS. Um, show that, that deals a lot with these cooks and I said, you know what, 2014 is the year where I really branch out and, and start to hit all the sanctioning bodies and IBCA one that was one that I really marked off to, to try and get in and, and get the mindset of, you know, there's different rules, there's different, well there's not the same amount of meats that you're turning in, there's no garnish in boxes, a lot of the stuff that you hear on this show traditionally is stuff that uh, isn't happening down in IBCA, so as, a, as somebody that is really familiar with the way things are cooked down there and the way competition Petitions run. Why do you like taking part in those? And I guess especially talk on the judging. You know where I could walk in and and, and judge your food. Uh, you know, uh, I I think uh, 
they're they're just some awesome uh, parts to KCBS cooking. Uh, and if I was able to take take the best of both uh, Texas uh, sanctioning bodies and the KCBS sanctioning bodies, put those two together, I think uh, it would be uh, uh, the perfect uh, sanctioning body to to run a cook off. I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the of the garnish in KCBS. Uh, I would love to do uh, more KCBS cooks. I've only done one. I uh, uh, made it to the, the Royale a couple of years ago. Uh, not the biggest fan of the garnish. You know, uh, in a barbecue competition, I really think the the meat ought to speak for itself. Absolutely, uh, the meat should should do the talking. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I absolutely uh, I love what we're doing here in Texas. I would like to see more of a uh, a scoring system uh, such as. Uh, KCBS is using, uh, you know, Western Wood was able to put something very nice together uh, that worked well for all the, uh, the cooks who were involved. Uh, I would like to see some of our uh, sanctioning bodies in Texas uh, adopt something similar. For the beginner or, you know, the novice guy or, or the hack like me in the backyard, uh, and obviously, you know, you're pretty successful and you're probably getting a lot of questions all the time about, you know, how can I make my barbecue better? What are some of the, the key things that you tell people when they approach you about some advice on, you know, what can I do in the backyard that's really going to produce a, a good end product for my family or my friends? I think the best thing you can do in the backyard uh, is to get somebody that's going to give you some uh, some uh, truthful uh, critique, you know. Friends and family eating for free tend to tell you uh, what you want to hear. <laughs> you know, you've got to find some friends that are going to be very brutal. Uh, you know, my wife is one of those. I don't always like to hear what she has to say uh, in terms of what I'm trying to get done. Uh, but uh, she's more often than not, she's uh, she's she's very accurate. So I would tell a beginner, man, you know, find find somebody that, that you can trust. Uh, find neighbors, uh, send, send, send some food to some neighbors that you're not very friendly with and ask for honest critique. Uh, and, uh, after that practice, 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 you know, I can't tell you how much meat I've, uh, I've burned up in the backyard, how much meat I've fed the neighbors, uh, trying to get to the, to this point <laughs> in my cooking career. So definitely practice, practice, practice. And that is episode 77 of the best moments of the Barbecue Central show in 10 minutes or less. You want to hear this complete show, head over to the bbqcentralshow.com. There will be a link in the show notes to take you to the complete episode. Hey, while you're there, poke around. Great search box there. You got a subject. You got a, someone you want to hear. Just type that bad boy into that search box and it will take you right there. Want to hear a best of show of what you find? Shoot me a message send an email over to john that's j-o-n john at the bbq central show.com i will gladly put it together for you until next time on the best moments of the barbecue central show in 10 minutes or less i am your host john solberg and i do look forward to talking to you again soon